0: This is BFF, but first, Faith. Hello guys, it's Matilda here, and we are talking all about dating today. It's going to be really good, very personal, up close and personal. It's going to be a juicy episode, guys. It is. going to
1: dive into the nitty gritty. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I always say that on this podcast, and it's like the weirdest expression. Um, also, I'm like kind of mid sore throat right now. I don't know what's happening. My voice is a little raspy, but... It's kinda fun, a little change of pace. I'm liking it, yeah. Thanks, thanks. So yeah, we're gonna be talking about relationships and just our perspectives as Christians on the whole dating thing because obviously dating nowadays is so different than it used to be. Not like I would know because I'm twenty two, (laughs) but
0: just from what my parents have told me and just, you know, culture in general. Exactly. Okay, let's hop into your dating status. What's your a very brief summary of your dating history?
1: Okay. Well, I'm in a relationship right now. I have a boyfriend. We've been dating since November-ish. And, of yeah, last year. Of last year, yeah. So it's been like almost a year, I guess. But Matilda and I are kind of the same in that we didn't really talk to guys like through high school. It was very concerning. So in college, <laughs> we started talking to guys. I don't know. It's just like so different nowadays because going on dates isn't really a thing that much. But like we both have like talked to a fair amount of guys. But anyways, yeah, we've been dating for a while now. He's wonderful. We met just through Pepperdine. He had been like, you know, pursuing me for a while and I just kind of ignored it. I was like, eh, whatever. Like, I don't really know who this is. And then I got to know him and I was like, wow, this guy's great and everything is wonderful. Yeah, I love
0: how your relationship worked out because it definitely was, it wasn't, you weren't, it wasn't like a chase for you. It was more a chase for him and then you ended up really loving him. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool when you see that because I guess for me, I'm always one to like freak out over guys and then it never works out versus for you, it 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 just, like, it you grew to love him, you know? Yeah, the thing is, for me, I feel
1: like I don't really wear my heart on my sleeve very much. And, like, I'm not a very emotionally driven person. Right. So just with guys in general, like, I tend to not get that excited about it and just keep it sort of low-key. I just don't...
0: I don't know. My sister... I admire that so much because it's hard for me not to get excited over things.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, it has its pros and its cons. But my sister, for example, when she met her fiancé, she was like, this is the love of my life," blah, blah, blah. And I'm just not like that at all. Like, when I met who my boyfriend is now. I was like, yeah, yeah, he's really cool, whatever. I just like didn't put too much thought into it. So it was a very gradual thing, but I'm very grateful for that because I feel like it really built a strong foundation. Yeah,
0: what a nice life to not have to worry about that. I
1: know. <laughs> well, tell me a little bit about your history or tell them a little bit about your dating history, just your experience with the males.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I would say I've dated around. I've been on some dates. Um, I also had, I mean... I don't know. I don't, I'm single right now. I had a very short thing at the very end of high school and then um, a little, a Wait, long. Wait, who is your short well, thing? am I supposed to say something? I mean, it's not like he listened. <laughs>
1: Wait, what is it? Do I want to know? The Derek thing. Oh, oh my God, I forgot about him. <sighs> yeah. That so it feels like ages same. ago. Okay. I okay, know. yes. Yes.
0: Um, and then I also had a long thing with someone in college, but I haven't had a serious boyfriend. So I'm single. And what did you classify your
1: relationship as in college with that
0: guy? Like, do
1: you think it was exclusively dating, just not label? Because or... uh, I know you were at like a kind of weird place, so I'm curious what you would consider that. It was just, just like such to give people more context.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was just such an odd situation. But I mean, I guess it was like more of a friendship, but we talked about dating 24 7. Like, we talked about the potential of dating, but we never dated, but we also had like made out before it was a very it's just like a very unique thing that I feel like is not it didn't have
1: a label that's why I was like you need to explain it more because it's just like it's so much more than just a thing it was its whole yeah own entity oh my
0: gosh it literally was another
1: entity um so also I know that you tend to ask guys out on dates which I admire so much because I'm not that baldy and like Matilda just isn't scared of rejection is that true or do I just assume that
0: yeah I would say from my perspective I see it as I am so – you have nothing to lose. Like, you either – it either works out or you try again. But what about, like, embarrassing yourself? Do you not care? I really don't. I just don't see it like that because, for me, it's just – it's all about putting yourself out there. And if they don't reciprocate, then it wasn't meant to be anyways. So That's true.
1: I know you had a funny story in college. I think it was this past <laughs> senior year with a guy – But you asked out, do you want to share?
0: (laughs) It was quite funny. Okay, so there was this guy in my history class, I believe, and honestly, I feel like this sounds rude, but he wasn't someone who the girls were necessarily crazy about. He was definitely nerdy. You Um, were,
1: like, 100% out of his league. She was like, I'm into this guy, and she pulled up his Facebook, not to be, like, superficial, but I was like, wait, what?
0: (laughs) It's just, he was the type of person who would wear, like, tennis shoes and jeans and, like, glasses, not the glasses, I love glasses, but he just, he was clearly, like, labeled himself as a nerd, like, very much of into his studies, like, not, okay, I don't know what I'm saying
1: now. <laughs> I know we he, sound like the most superficial people. Oh my god! Okay, but, okay, <laughs> just continue. We got it, we got it.
0: Okay, so he was very much of, I was interested in him, I thought he was super cute, and I love that he was very into the books and all that. So I went for it, I asked this guy out, and... He said yes at first, and then it was the night we were going to get dinner, and I assumed, you know, normally when I ask guys out, like, I ask them out, but then I want them to take responsibility, say we're going to this place this time, and he texted me that night and said, actually, the weather is really bad, it's raining, can we eat in the cafeteria? The cafeteria <laughs> of our school.
1: Okay, I'm the thing sorry. is, that, I mean, obviously you were asking him out, like, that is very clear, Yeah. but sometimes guys are stupid and you didn't clarify that it was a date, right? Like you were just like, Hey, I want to get dinner
0: yeah but i mean, I mean how stupid could
1: i know you be? i know i'm just like trying to play devil's advocate here but yeah the cafeteria like come on yeah <laughs> you can okay. drive in the rain like it's malibu exactly. not
0: exactly kansas <laughs> okay so this is where it gets funny so i say i respond back and i say honestly really i was trying to make it funny i was like as much as i love the calf like i definitely don't want to do that i'll drive and so i end up picking him up we're in the car And it's raining. And we were talking about the weather because, of course, not going well so far. (laughs) And um, I was like, oh, yeah, I really don't have a problem driving in the rain. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm from Seattle. I drive in the rain all the time. It's so normal. And I was like, excuse me, are you just telling me that you couldn't drive and then now you're saying that it's no problem driving? Like, this is it was really... From there, it went down, And he didn't pay for a dinner or anything? No. Uh-uh. Not at all. Mm. Yeah. It was a very interesting situation. So no
1: for me, doll. <laughs> Um, Just generally, what qualities do you look for in a guy?
0: Okay. I would say the qualities that I definitely look for is a humble guy, someone who's inquisitive, curious, also lighthearted. They can laugh at anything. Um, just a jokester. And then also, it's really important to me that... Uh, he gets along with other people and he's friendly to people in general.
1: Right. I feel like that's such a big one that, I don't know, I have this friend of a friend who that's her biggest red flag in the relationship is that he, like, they're great together, but he doesn't get along well with other people and her family. And that's just so important, I feel I like. I
0: was just talking about um this today with my friend and she's starting to date this guy and he just doesn't. I met him today and he wouldn't ask us any questions like any of her friends questions and she was so confused because he seems like such a good guy but then he's not really like curious about her friends and that's uh that's a red flag for me too yeah that's just
1: bizarre it's it's like are they only you know conversational yeah (laughs) Yeah, conversational and curious about the
0: significant other's lives like do they not care about other people as well yeah yeah it's important that they're all all around curious yeah but my question for you is uh what qualities do you like in your boy her boyfriend's name is matt so if we keep saying matt what qualities do you like in him
1: um many things so first of all everything you said like i definitely think he embodies those things which i love and i know we look for similar things so he lines up on those marks checks those boxes (laughs) um but also just in general i feel like he's very very loving and supportive of me like whenever or when i got a new job he was so sweet and sent me this really nice note and flowers and it's just always encouraging me to be the best version of myself which i think is really important and i feel like i've grown a lot just as an individual but also in my faith as a result of our relationship um and also like you said he gets along with everyone which i love like i feel like he's very
0: Outgo? Like, yeah, he's outgoing. Like, he's just very, um... Well, he's definitely very friendly to me. Like, I could easily... He's very easy to have a conversation with. Yeah, amiable is the word I think I was looking
1: for. Ooh, I like that word. Yeah. And then, we're down something else. What did I say? Oh, I was saying that I think he's a good combo of being lighthearted and silly and funny, but then also serious when we need to be. And, you know, like, I just look for a balance in that sort of thing. And That's very important in a
0: person. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Amazing. Well, Matt, I love him. Great guy, love him
1: too. (laughs) I think we should do a couple of stories, and also obviously we're going to talk about faith-related stuff because this is, but first faith after all. (laughs) But I want to know what's your
0: funniest date story that you've had with a guy? Oh my gosh, I have such a hilarious one, and it's from senior year of high school. But I always think about it because it's just like the iconic movie scene. So this guy, he asked me on a couple dates, and. I was kind of not exactly super feeling it, but I figured I'd give it a try. It was maybe like the third or fourth date. And wait, was this Derek? Yeah. Oh,
1: I thought this was the one that you were really into that was friends with Derek. <laughs> oh no no no. Oh, okay, carry on, carry on. <laughs> But he invited that one didn't he yes oh my gosh i hope
0: they're not listening to this there's no way okay so um yeah this is really awful but the guy derek <laughs> i should have given him another name i know it's okay, too late whatever. Now. so he um was asking me on dates but in my head i was really interested in his friend and that's so awful i'm so sorry i didn't like try to pursue his friend it just like that was how i was in my head and so Derek asked me to go stargazing, and I said yes, even though I wasn't, I don't know, I just figured I'd give it a try. But anyways, he prefaced it as we're going stargazing with a group of people, and so I was like, okay, chill, like, this isn't really, it's just like a fun hangout, and I get you know, wake up early in the morning, he... It was at, like, 4 a.m., right? Yeah, yeah, 4 a.m. And I think he had texted me, but I was asleep, and he said something like, oh, some people bailed, whatever. And then I, um, he picks me... Or I forgot the series of events. But essentially, he... I get in his car, and it's him and the friend that I was interested in. Oh, no. And, or just, like, another guy, whatever. So the bottom line is it was literally me the guy who asked me out, and one other guy. And we went stargazing That's together. Like a
1: Bachelor 2 on one day. <laughs> like,
0: it was the most uncomfortable thing. And I just can't get over when we were sitting there, I was like, can somebody be filming this right now? Because it was literally me and the guy who asked me out, Derek. I don't know why I keep saying that. Um, so it was us sitting... And then the friend, literally, we were sitting on chairs and the friend was lying in front of us. Like, it was so, what? it was just, That's like, so uncomfortable. something you see in the movie. Like, he was asking me questions I mean, like, oh, the stars are so beautiful. And then the friend would just, like, chime in occasionally. <laughs> He's like, oh,
1: there's Orion's belt. <laughs> That's it was oh. so uncomfortable. It's like, third wheeling, but not because you're, like, all, exactly. oh, my gosh. It was,
0: like, oh, man. It was... Quite comical. So, tell me about your funniest story. Mine,
1: oof, this was rough. So, this was in high school. Um, I'm gonna give the guy a name because we've learned our lesson with Derek. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) throwing you under the bus there. Um, my guy is gonna be
0: named Paul. Oh my god! Oh my god! I I literally was going to name him Paul. If you didn't, (laughs)
1: no way. Uh, I'm like, wow, we're telepathic. So, Paul asked me out, and. This was the very first date I had ever been on, and honestly, I wasn't into this guy, but I was like, whatever, it's a date, like, I need to do this for myself. <laughs> so I went on a date with him, we went mini-golfing, and it just, like, I was not feeling it. And I get very, like, we talked about anxiety in the last episode, but I get very nervous for things like this, where I feel like I have to, you know, show off or whatever, impress people. And so I was, like, shaking, my mouth was dry, and I was like, oh my god, this guy better not go for a kiss, like, I cannot do this right now. So we went mini-golfing, it just... Uh, I don't know it was just awkward I was not into it and then he was like oh let's go climb this cliff over the beach and there's a bench at the top and I was like oh my god it's a bench like that's not a setup for success so we walked to the bench because I can't say no and we're just talking about stuff and then he's like getting closer and I was like this is not okay so then I pretended this is just so bad looking back like he 100% knew I pretended to answer my phone and it, it had not rung it literally was just on like the clock and I was like oh hey yeah yeah I'll be there soon and I was like sorry my friend's having a crisis like I gotta go can you drop me off and he was like okay want to talk a little more and I'm like no stat like we are getting out of here (laughs) so we walked down and then he dropped me off and I legitimately sprinted out of his car he was like bye Stephanie like let's do this again I was like oh thank you so much I like ran out I was like please (laughs) I just oh my gosh I just was not into it I was so nervous and thank god we did not kiss I was like very nervous then I texted him later and I was like thanks so much honestly let's just be friends.
0: <laughs> I remember this like it was yesterday. I just remember that text from you being like SOS, time to abort the situation. And then he just like kept trying to ask me out. He's yeah. like,
1: oh, let's go to this, um, cookie place. And I had just gotten stung by a stingray. And so I was on crutches or something because I <laughs> was just dramatic and couldn't really walk. But then he was like, oh, let's do this. And I was like, sorry, I'm stuck at home. Can't walk. And he was like, oh, I'll deliver it to you, which is the sweetest thing ever. I know. But I just wasn't into it. And I felt like, uh, I felt bad, but I just had to break it to him. I was like, sorry. Yeah, you, this gotta, thing happened. you gotta be upfront.
0: front. It's the only way to be. Okay,
1: so I kind of want to switch gears to a more thoughtful topic, and that is today's culture, just the whole dating culture of today and how it's, it's a hookup culture that we live in, to be honest, with, like, dating apps. I mean, now they've kind of evolved, but especially with Tinder and just how things are. What do you think... About this culture.
0: Yeah, I absolutely hate it is what I think. (laughs) And I guess that's why I have no problem asking guys out on dates because I genuinely want to get to know them. And I am not... I just think people put so much pressure on either you have to be in a relationship or you're hooking up with someone. And I just want to get to know somebody. And the fact that hooking up is so um just assumed it really bothers me I I could go on about this but do you want to interject but... yeah yeah no I get that for sure and I think that
1: kind of nowadays your status is either like you're in a relationship or you're hooking up with someone slash talking to them whatever it is exactly but like I feel like back in the olden <laughs> days people would go on dates and explore their options right. and get dinner and all this great stuff which I think it would like you were saying you like to do that and I really respect that I think that's great but nowadays, so often, relationships start out of a hookup. It's like, totally, oh, we yeah. got drunk at this party, we hooked up, and now we're dating. Like, because yeah. we hooked up exclusively for so long, it turned into a relationship. Versus, that's why I was so, or why I'm so happy with my relationship is because it didn't start that way, which I feel like is so common nowadays. And right. I'm not saying, like, I'm above that because, obviously, I could fall into that trap too. But I'm just really grateful that it wasn't like that. And it we genuinely did go, start as a friendship and then go on a date and just evolve from there and, like, develop romantic feelings or whatever, but I don't know. I just feel like that's how it is nowadays, and it sucks, and I wish it wasn't like that.
0: Yeah, I I agree, and I just think that it's not to say you can't um, have a physical connection before uh, um intellectual or yeah, a, yeah. Yeah, uh, a deeper connection, but it's also, it's just hard because I think if that's the only option nowadays, it's like, why can't we just get to know each other and why can't dating be more present? I remember always thinking that at Pepperdine. Like, why can't we just go on dates with several different people and see who we like? We don't have to hook up. Let's just hang out and get to know each other. Yeah, it's weird because you
1: can't get to know someone really just by hooking up with them. Not
0: at all, yeah. Yeah,
1: like Mm -hmm. maybe like a few words in between, but it's (laughs) like you need to like learn more about who the person is and use that to discern whether or not you want to continue pursuing things. Right. So it's rough that it's the other way around nowadays. Um, But do you have any stories with, this like hookup culture oh, and how it's yes. done you wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, also when we say hookup, we're talking about making out, not sex, in case oh. you guys are curious. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like
1: there's many definitions, but I just refer <laughs> to like making out with
0: so <laughs> a whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so very funny story. It just came to me Last night, I don't know why I was thinking about different um, experiences I've had, and I was literally cracking up thinking about this because I was a freshman in college. There was this guy who I thought was really cute, and he had DM'd me, of course, another part of the culture, on Instagram, and he made it sound like he was so interested in taking me out. I remember he wrote down, he was like, we could go hiking, we could go to dinner, we could do that, like all these options, beach walk, da-da-da, and I was like, okay, amazing, like cute, perfect. Um, and then I responded and I think it was that same day he was like, oh, actually, um, just come over to my place. So Uh I, and he lived on campus. So I walked over and fricking, he ends up putting on Netflix And I was like, okay, is this all we're doing? Whatever. And then we're watching Netflix and he attacks me, pounces, literally. (laughs) Sorry,
1: let's clarify here. You were not assaulted. (laughs) Okay. Oh
0: my God. yell as well. (laughs) Yeah. That did not, that is not, I take that very seriously. I'm not trying to say it like that. He, it was just so, I was literally a little freshman and he just starts making out with me. And like, of course I was attracted to him but I was just like, what is going on? He was like a little cheetah. He was just like, I'm hopping on this. (laughs) Exactly. That's so. And so I just remember, I mean, I was fine with kissing all that, but at the end of the time I was just thinking, are we going to go to dinner after this or what's happening? And then he literally was like, okay, I have to go now. And just kind of kicked me out of his apartment. And that's, The end of the story. He never contacted me again. And then he
1: started liking my pictures. Oh, yeah. And DM'd me. Did he really? I forgot about that. At least have the courtesy of noticing
0: that we're friends and choose another victim. Shoot. (laughs) I didn't even remember that part of it. I'm just like, you dude, you are all over the place. Uh, Yeah, don't love that. I'm thinking of something also you experienced freshman year. Do you want to tell a little bit about that? Yes. Situation. (laughs) Well,
1: I was talking to this guy freshman year for a couple months, I guess, like, I think we were exclusive, but I wouldn't say we are dating. Really? I mean, yeah, I think so. Oh. At a certain, well, maybe not. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I was. Ex- I wasn't doing anything else. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe he wasn't. I have no idea. On my end things were. <laughs> but anyways, basically, he, we had like gone to the beach one night. We're just hanging out, and then later he texted me and was like, "Oh, want to come over to my dorm?" And I was like, "Red flag! Like yes, it's like absolutely. midnight," and so. I texted him, and I was like, no, literally ghosted me after that. Never <gasps> spoke to me again.
0: Oh, my Isn't that my hilarious? And
1: it wasn't even like that was our – we went to the beach, and that happened. Like, I wouldn't be shocked. But it was like we had been talking for a month or two, and I was just yeah. like, wait, what? Are you kidding me?
0: I know. That's the worst. I remember – sorry, not to go on a million stories here, but just one last thing. Um, This past year, I – the one guy that I kind of had a little brief thing with, I – we went out to dinner, and he didn't pay, and then later he was like – oh, you should definitely come over later and stay at my place or whatever, or, like, hang out at my place. And it's just, like, how do people think they can get away with this? Like, I, know. I want a gentleman. I don't want somebody to just, like, hang out with, and I don't want to come over to your place later if you're not going to pay for my freaking dinner. I know. And it's, I don't know, just, like, to clarify with the whole empowerment thing, like, I'm
1: 100%, both of us are 100% for female empowerment, girl power, yes. whatever. But at the same time, it's, like, I do want, at least on my first date, like, open the door, pay for my check. And I get people have different opinions on that. But for me, I love that so much. And I like, think
0: that is not contradictory. I think you can still be a strong, empowered female, but want a guy to have those gentleman, you know, chival- chival- chivalry. I can't say that word. Yes, that <laughs> word. Qualities.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. Um, also, I wanted to ask, do you think that dating apps go against Christianity? Or do you think, like, you can find a solid Christian relationship out of using these
0: apps? I definitely think um, dating apps aren't a negative thing. I don't think it's against Christian values. I think it's just about the way you use it. Um, It seems superficial, or it can be, but um, I think if you meet somebody or decide to meet up with them and follow a relationship from there, I don't think at all. Do you think it does? I don't think it does either. Like, Like you said, I do think it has to do with the way
1: you use it. If it's just super superficial and just right. swiping like hot, not hot, not all right, perfect. Yeah. This is my guy like 2am just kind of, yeah. you know, like you can sort of tell someone's intentions. But um, I, I was thinking that one of the more controversial things with this issue, I guess, is that doesn't mean if you're online dating, does that mean that you don't trust that God is in charge and has a plan for you? But I was thinking about this and something that the pastor mentioned at our church a while ago, this is like a few months ago, but it's really stuck with me is that you can trust God's, Plan of course, like you should trust God's plan, but you also have to be proactive in that. Like you can't just sit around and expect everything to fall into your lap. So my motto has kind of always been, "Go until God says no." So He'll make it clear when a door is closed, but you have to go looking for the doors to open. You know,
0: I totally do not think that using online dating means you don't trust God's plan because I am so a proponent of taking charge of your life, putting yourself out there, and I think God gave us free will for a reason. But those are just my opinions and why I don't think that uh, dating apps are against Christian values, just as I said, just from my perspective. But um, one thing we want to ask, or I guess I'll ask you, Steph, is um, would you only date someone who is a Christian or would you date a non-believer?
1: For me, I think that in a guy, and one thing that I love about my boyfriend is that he is a believer and pushes me in my faith. So that is what I want out of a relationship. So for me, I would only date someone that's Christian. Really? But that being said, I don't think that it's wrong to not do that. It's just what I'm looking for because I want somebody that'll motivate me to go to church and read the Bible and all those things. Because I think that there's so much power in partnership and community even if it's like a friendship or something i literally keep stumbling over my words but you get know, what i'm saying like you want someone that's going to motivate you to do more of what you want to do with your own life like for example if i'm trying to be healthy and live a healthier lifestyle and go to the gym more often it's beneficial to befriend people that kind of have similar values and similar motives so that it encourages you to do the same thing and i think that applies to faith as well Um, But also, like I said, I think it's totally up to the person. I don't think it's necessarily against the Bible to not date a Christian. That's just what I want.
0: I actually disagree with you on this only because, or I mean, I support your decision, obviously. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But I have thought about this a lot. And the point I'm at now, I would date somebody who's not a Christian um, just because I think that my faith is something very personal. And I know that if I'm strong in it and I believe what I believe that I won't let anything, um, change that and especially not a guy. Um, but, and I also think I'd be curious to know because I'm just the type of person who likes to talk about faith and deep stuff all the time. So I would want to know his perspective, but I wouldn't force him on anything or, you know, he didn't have to be, but of course, as you said, I think it's just stuff I like to talk about. So it would be nice if he would if he's not open to it, then I wouldn't, but if he is open to it, then I would. Does that make any sense? That does make sense. But also I'm wondering, like you were saying your faith's your own and you don't want other people to impact
1: that or, and other people can't impact that. Yeah. So does that just mean that you don't want them to like take you away from your faith and you're saying that wouldn't happen? Or are you also saying
0: that you don't necessarily
1: want them to be the reason that your faith is stronger?
0: That's exactly what I'm saying. Or the, the latter. So, huh. I don't want I guess my worry about dating a Christian guy is that I would think I my faith is becoming stronger because of him when I think that I would just be so in like with him that i would turn to faith more and then it would be me idolizing him instead of me looking to god does that make sense that does make sense because if it's separate if i have a guy and then i have my faith i know it's my faith that i'm strong in versus if i'm standing next to him in church and i'm like oh he's christian too then i feel like i could mix up the two where i'm just like so proud about my Christianity, but it's really because it's almost like impressing him. Okay. And that's like my worry. Does that that make sense? sense. Yeah. Like you
1: don't want it to be a means of impressing a guy. So it's almost like that won't happen if they're...
0: If they're not. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
1: That makes sense. And I do think for me in my relationship, like I said, it has helped me grow a lot in my faith, which I'm very appreciative of. And for me, it has been a very authentic thing. Like even if we weren't together right now, I don't think my faith would fall back to where it was before. So I think that is good, but like you are saying, I do think that's a genuine concern and that
0: 100% can happen. Yeah. Um, and something I admire yeah. about you is that you are very um, steadfast in your values, so I never see you in the relationship you're in right now just um, changing your ways because something Matt might do or believe. It's like you are strong and you're willing to talk about it, but you're not going to Just automatically do what he does. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay, I really want to talk about this verse because I've seen this before used as a reason why Christians shouldn't date non-Christians, but I did a little more digging. As I said, could be wrong about this, but this is what I found out from the verse. So it's 6 Corinthians 14 and it says, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. So I have this app, it's called the Logos app. We're not sponsored in any means, but I just think it's interesting because it provides historical context, just a little bit of background. And this verse apparently um, is talking about how Paul's not addressing the issue of marriage between a believer and a non-believer in here. It refers to 1 corinthians 7 that talks about how he's not addressing that you guys can look at that if you're interested um but instead he's telling the corinthians not to align themselves with people who view him and others according to false standards so he's saying don't let them influence you but he's not saying that a believer and a non-believer shouldn't marry so i just found that really interesting i don't know do you have any thoughts on that yeah that is interesting i i had also, when you we were doing research for this
1: episode, um, read a few articles where that was an argument to the contrary. Like, so I was saying that that yeah. means that you should date and marry Christians, but I totally get what you're saying. And I think it's just saying that people are so easily swayed by others. Humans are very susceptible to influence, so don't let um evil or whatever infiltrate your heart. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Great, great. I love that. Moving forward, I am curious what is your opinion on what the scripture tells us? and how we're supposed to approach dating from a biblical point of view.
1: Yes. Um, this is our last question also, FYI, if you guys are like, why are you guys talking for ten hours? (laughs) But I think that it's hard, honestly, because it's not like the Bible has a book dedicated to dating. (laughs) That would be very nice. Step number one. Step number two. (laughs) But there is not that. However, the Bible and just Jesus teaches so much about different values that we're called to embody and pursue like I think these values apply to relationships as well. So trust, for example. um, One of my favorite verses is in 1 John. It's chapter 4, verse 18. And it says, There's no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: And it's just like so comforting. and I don't know. I just love the verse. But I think it speaks a lot to trust in relationships and how you can't really have
0: fear in relationships. You have to trust one another in order to really be vulnerable and show your heart to people. I really think that's so true. And... I think in when you are very open and raw with others, that shows it's, it more resembles how your relationship is with God. So of course it's going to be more of a pure love with your boyfriend or your best friend or whatever. If you're showing them all the sides to you, just like God sees all the sides to you, then that is a more pure form of love. Yeah.
1: And I think some of the other values too, like just how I was saying, Jesus teaches us different values that can be applied to relationships. I think loyalty, of course, just yes, uh-huh. you know, staying true to that relationship and also selflessness because Jesus constantly is teaching humility. Yes. And I think that's so applicable to relationships and to not keep tabs on the other person's wrongdoing, but just, you know, to put them first. I mean, obviously look out for yourself, but yeah, no, but yeah. to
0: not have some book where you can go back and say, you did this wrong, this wrong, it's that ultimately is going to generate all this animosity and um anger in the end so it's important just to um love people for who they are and that doesn't mean that you let them get away with all this stuff but to embrace them fully
1: yeah i totally agree with that and i think lastly too just keeping god at the center of your relationship especially if both of you guys are christians that i've seen this diagram where it's a triangle and god is at the point of it and then you two are on the side is that what Mm. it is
0: have you seen that? Maybe I, I've never seen it before, but I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah, and how like to love one another you kind of have to go through him.
0: Ooh, yes. Yeah. Um, well, I think God is love. I mean, yeah. I know God is
1: love. <laughs> this is true. And one verse, just to wrap things up, that I found, was in Second 2 Timothy 2 22. And it says, flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with the companionship of those who love the Lord and have pure hearts. So I think it's just so important in relationships to constantly be pushing each other to be better and to embrace the values that the Bible teaches, like they listed righteousness, faith, love, and peace. Um,
0: Yeah, that's all for me. I loved it. I think um we have so much, there's endless things to say about dating and relationships because it is not an easy thing, but um, we are for sure trying our best. And hopefully you guys liked our, our stories our anecdotes and enjoy the podcast yeah i feel like you guys kind of got to know us a little better for sure i mean (laughs) it's just like random stories
1: about our dating lives but you know (laughs) something interesting fun Yeah. yeah well we love you guys so much have a wonderful rest of your week i guess it's labor day so hopefully no work no school
0: love you guys and we'll see you next week bye guys